consider yourself under my protection. Big man in a suit of armor. Take that off, what are you? What's but a smile on that face? I'm touching myself tonight. How could a woman possibly fight this? There are two things I want to do. I want an American cheeseburger. <laughs> Network. What's up, guys, and welcome to the DC versus Marvel podcast, where we talk about the latest DC and Marvel movie news. My name is Urz, and I'm your regular DC fanboy. And once again, in the red corner, and uh, not as red hot as we were like oh. four or five days ago, um, but in the red corner representing Marvel is my boy Ed. How you doing, bro? I'm slowly cooling down. It's still pretty damn hot over here, down here, having <laughs> our little heat wave. You guys that live in deserts and crazy locations, man. Whoa, why? Why? Why do you do this? Why? Why? This is this is a thing. Like, um, so uh, you know, from what I, I watched a documentary on this on on YouTube because I was bored. But basically, it's like because um, because the humidity here is like 60, 60 to seventy percent. You can't sweat enough to cool down. Mm. so if you're in the desert it's actually e- if, it, if it's the same temperature it's actually easier because you'll actually sweat right the problem is if you don't get enough water you'll die because you're sweating continuously yeah. right the problem is here you can't actually cool down enough so you get heat stroke because you're just like you're just overheating like mad because there's the, there's so much moisture in the air that your body just doesn't allow the moisture to come out of your body to you know to go into the atmosphere. Well, I must really so. be broken because I was I had to carry a towel around. I was sweating that <laughs> much. literally just had it on my shoulder because I just literally any bit of heat I'm just yeah ridiculous. Yeah, it's just it's just about having enough water in it, but also you gotta have salt as well. That's the crazy thing, man. Yeah, People don't get salt, yeah. do they? They just have the have the thing, man. So yeah, enough about that, um, guys. <laughs> you, people in hot countries probably just like what the hell. Um, but um, we have a no lot air of conditioning stuff, over here. Yeah, we don't have aircon. Yeah, we got fans that that barely barely work. But um, so yeah, a uh, lot of stuff to talk about, guys. Um, in the first half of the show, we're going to be going through um, a lot of things there that, um, that, that you know, uh, finishing off series and stuff like that. And the second half is going to be our uh, SDCC um, kind of uh, special there, basically. So um, let's get into a few things there first. Um, we always do this. I never, I, I always forget to like read comments out and stuff like that. So I'm going to read a few comments about Ms. Marvel, and then we'll get into the Ms. Marvel for gnarly right so um so i asked on on the um on the group what people thought of um of the uh, miss marvel series what's Um, the leanings of this group you have to kind of establish that what's the what's the leanings of this group is mainly um the thing is that it's kind of a mixed i don't know what the age range is but i would i would assume uh, most the age range is kind of older like late 20s going up to like 40s basically so probably not the market that this is looking at right but i couldn't really go into a teen girls forum and just like post this up what do you think of miss marvel they'd be like oh it's yeah it's it fbi or you know um yeah so Oh my god! So okay, so one of them, uh, one of them's uh, like, oh, I've not seen it, no real desire to. One is that I is aimed at the team market. The other one says the one on PH is good. Um, okay, uh, PH, um, 
it's uh, a what's it <laughs> it's uh, it's a um a, a streaming service for like dodgy material oh 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 <laughs> okay yeah okay so uh so one guy was like oh i'm watching it with my daughter it could be better but fair play to some of the themes uh about partition and stuff um people other people saying superhero side was not great but the family side was was good um and yeah yeah family side was good um other people which was interesting to see from the white people here right um saying i enjoyed it because i'm culturally ignorant which is quite interesting to see people write about that um good to learn more about muslims as a religion desi etc the family aspect was good too last episode was terrible um (laughs) So it's kind of it kind of seems like the overall theme is the fact that people like the the family dynamic kind of thing, yeah, but I the superhero part of it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I thought the first half of the series was just pretty enjoyable because it's just her just getting used to her abilities and you had the whole family dynamic getting to know them. And that I enjoyed that. I like the energy of it, had that sort of um Scott Pilgrim into mm. Spider-Verse sort of energy. But then once sexual superhero stuff started kicking in, it really kind of started to fall apart and lost focus in its storytelling. Plus, the antagonists. Terrible. I thought yeah. they were rubbish. Yeah. The, the, like, they forgot how to fight. Kind of like, yeah. it's like there so was bizarre. No like, explanation to them. They did explain that they were from this other side, but they were just people. They're like, yeah. I don't care. That's the thing. It's one of those things that is like you know you have to you have to give us a little bit more so yeah. we know actually you know what the kind of backstory and stuff is in a TV show. I understand in a film where it's just like oh they're just people that's whatever you don't have the time to explain it fine. But basically in in a series there's no real excuse to not to not kind of yeah. show us exactly what's War going on. Had way too much going on, but I still feel that goal was way more defined than any of the villains. And in, and in this, you kind of think, um, you know, it makes you kind of then speculate, like, you know, is there kind of like a Shang-Chi kind of connection kind of thing? Like, you know, the, Ooh, yeah, the, I think that they, kind of stuff. And Yeah, I think they explain that it's all like that same the parallel dimension thing that they come from. I think even, yeah. technically, you may even include um, Iron Fist from the Marvel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the same thing. It's a parallel, no, yeah. not a character, but I mean, the explanation of that, yeah, that yeah, other yeah, world yeah. that they needed Electra to get to. I think, I think, um, I think one of the things in this series, they tried a, a, a lot of things and it somehow made it a little bit kind of disjointed. So they wanted to tell a few things. Yeah. When they went into the partition stuff, okay, that's great. But then it's like that had no relation to anything else that's yeah. going on later on. Just seemed um, to be put in there just to educate, which is cool because a lot of people are ignorant of mm. that stuff, but it wasn't didn't really serve the story enough to really feel like it was worthy being yeah it's like in the um in daredevil when they used to have like random karen episodes um <laughs> which is kind of just like okay but um, she was a proper character of the thing yeah, they did yeah. go to but it's kind of like okay i want to see you know i want to see what's what's going on with the actual like prime situation there so um i, I mean that the main thing in this obviously like um did, 
one one of the things that I found like is basically like throughout most of it, obviously we we have like uh, the parents are kind of they're kind of coming around to her like you know kind of coming of age kind of thing there yeah. but when she, when it actually everything gets revealed it's like they're too chill man they're like so chill like, that they were way too cool <laughs> of her being a, a superhero that's gonna go out and fight bad guys that like, be trying to kill her they're like oh congratulations i'm like no it's like no it's like literally like yeah your daughter could actually get killed now you know that it's yeah like 10 times no attempt to take worse. that bangle off of her Lock it away <laughs> exactly uh-huh. just yeah just get on it and do whatever and obviously then we get to the ending um and we see some kind of uh, teleportation or something that is going on between her it's like and an ex- captain marvel yeah it's like an exchange like she started twiddling with the bangle and she, they seem to switch places so god knows where poor kamala's ended up other side yeah. of the universe hopefully <laughs> she wasn't in the middle of space on m class oh in the middle of space yeah, traveling. in a vacuum she would be like <laughs> dead basically yeah and and there is another show where i want to i want to talk about that there as well something like that there in a, uh, in a minute there as well yeah hopefully she's on a what do they call it in star trek m class m class planet, planet. Yeah. <laughs> she needs to be on an m class planet otherwise she's in deep trouble um but and then yeah obviously then the then the reveal that you know she has a mutation basically yeah they said um, mutants so they got rid of the yeah um and then the you know the basically like in the background they just like it'd be just in case too dumb to actually know what uh what that is the the x-men 97 uh kind of theme tune kind of thing um i think when they get around to when we get to talk about it a bit later the mutants they're actually gonna have that theme tune full-on remixed ready to go do you know what i hope so because you know i really liked it when michael gh you know uh remix that uh spider-man spider-man yeah, in the in the yeah. thing and didn't put the whole thing in it but remixed it e- even when danny elfman put that little uh superman thing in mm. the really shitty justice league mm. it was cool just to have that tiny little three four chords of it in there and i and think marvel's, it would marvel's done it twice now they did yeah. it doctor strange we saw it Xavier and now Miss Marvel, so they, they're, they're thinking about it. It's in their head. I'm thinking, I, I, I think it would be awesome because it would just be, it would like, you know, X Men was my, was my thing, man. That would be like, it would be so cool if they, if they do it, man. So, um, so yeah, so, so overall, I don't know. It's like, it's weird because usually you have a good start, a drop off, then a good end. And this kind of was just like getting worse. And worse. you ever seen those, those drawings of a horse? And they yes. do like, it's like that. Yes. it gets worse and worse, right? That's kind of what it's like, right? So basically, it's like, yeah, the well drawn, and then it goes into I don't know what, but um, and I hate that room. guy, the English guy, he just seemed a weak character, guy. but just the, yeah, oh, Kamran, guy, the, was, uh, Kamran yeah, guy, yeah, the yeah, guy that Kamala's kind of got a thing for that poor redhead. But yeah, the, the thing is, the thing is, right? That, um, there was a, there was a thing back in there. I don't know whether whether you had this or not. But when I was when I was uh, 19, 20, 21, right? I used to have um, I used to have mates because we were in this posho private school, basically, who uh, who lived in America and they used mm-hmm. to come to the UK because their dads were at the army bases and stuff, right? Yeah. So 
so they would they would come over here right and they would be like oh yeah if you guys went over there like you know um your uh you, you know girls would love you man because your yeah, voice yeah, but, yeah, yeah, and yeah. we we'd have this weird fantasy in our head that basically you went over there that basically you would just speak and you would just have girls pulling over you and i kind of think like that guy just walked into the into yeah the, uh, that's what i was thinking, I think <laughs> he has an english accent to us he's, his english accent sounds just kind of of you know kid in the back of the <laughs> schoolyard getting beaten up sort of english accent but to them it probably sounds sexy they're like okay yeah i like this guy yeah yeah that's what i was thinking so it literally reminded me so that's the thing that's why i didn't remind him too much because i was thinking that is the kind of thing that that age like you know it, yeah it was, it was oh, terrible he wasn't he wasn't a great you know great character or anything like that there basically so um yeah my my daughter actually wants to see this now so i i've got this thing about watching something all the way through before i let the kids kind of watch it so oh, i think yeah, that's is... okay now so i oh, yeah. will yeah I, I i will i will let them watch it and then i'll, I'll give the kid review after, yes. <laughs> after that there basically so so yeah and then we'll and then, and then we'll see man so um yeah um also we got some reviews on uh thor as well before we go into um one of our listeners who's um sent like a, a review of what he thought of miss marvel um and i did promise him that we would do that so should we should we do that first or should we do the thor, let's do thor? no let's, let's do, do... Well, what's their name uh guy's name's ibrahim habib right so um well, I... Um, he's, he's, it's quite a long email, so I'm going to paraphrase some of this, right? So he's put, hi, DC versus Marvel. I've been watching every episode of Miss Marvel um, on Disney+. Plus. Like you, I thought it was okay. Um, thought, like Moonlight, it was love and, love and hate for me. Um, but since I listened to your podcast, you've opened my mind about having a large Marvel universe with diverse American superheroes from a brown Asian background in a live action world. Um, Kamala Khan has become one of my favorite female superheroes because of my interpretation of a basic borderline uh, question mark character of an ordinary American Pakistani high schooler um, who respected the characters that we admire and therefore became a superhero ourselves as Kamala Khan did, um, even though Captain Marvel was a poor role model. Uh, due to her lack of likability in her first solo film. Although it was not for everybody and has some problems, it didn't outweigh my positives. Um, okay, so what did he like, right? So he put the sci-fi and fancy spin of the pre-Islamic myth of the jinn. Miss mm. uh, Marvel's power, why not true to the comics, was still a fun concept. Uh, yep. Very positive and human yep. spotlight on ordinary Muslims as peaceful, peaceful yep. innocent and everyday yep. um, and interacting with the multicultural locals. I enjoyed the humor between Kamala's father and her friend Nakia um, and Kamala's dad dressed up and face painted as the Hulk. Uh, his only negative was the writing of some of the American Pakistani characters as sometimes ill-behaved and catty. Um, I'm uh, sorry for writing this much. Don't be sorry, man write as much as you like um it's a lot to think about i hope these points help so dude thanks for that uh email man um yeah i agree with a lot of that definitely I it's interesting is the kamala actress and her mm. best friend if this was made 10 years ago their roles would have been reversed and that best yeah. friend would have been miss marvel you know the more stereotypically photogenic it's, it's an interesting time we're in man we're, it's an interesting I, time and not, and not think, only that I've, she yeah. is a good actress i think she does fit 
The yeah, yeah, yeah. And she know she she's a big Marvel fan as well. Genuine life, right? Which I love. Um, so the the interesting the interesting thing about this is um Ibrahim, if you I don't know if you it didn't say where you're from, but I would assume you're not from UK. Um, the, the, there is a show in the UK, right? Um, <laughs> there is a show in the UK, and um, and it's basically called um, what is it called, Mr. Khan? I can't remember the whole name of it. I'll find the whole name of it and I'll put it up on the on the Facebook page. But it's basically about this guy who's like um, who's like a British Pakistani, and he has one daughter who's kind of like plain and very sensible and like you know does everything that they say and all that kind of stuff. And then they have another daughter who like, you know, wears a scarf, but has like loads of makeup on and gets up to, you know, God knows what. Uh, but that one is the one who's like always favored out of, out of the two of them. And it's like comedy in the UK, right? I would, I would tell you to check that out because it's quite funny how much that kind of mirrors. And the fact that basically one of the, um, the directors of this was a, uh, is is a comedian in the UK. I was just wondering whether she might have might have uh, you know seen something like that and maybe taken some uh, some some inspiration from that. So I'm glad you liked it, man. Um, we'll give us your reviews later on uh, on you know the next two things that are coming out, which is you know Groot and you know uh, and uh, She Hulk, uh, which is the next two things that are coming out in the next few weeks, man. So that that would be great. So. Uh, before we get into our uh, reviews, um, let's uh, see what people said about Thor: Love and Thunder. Right, so Thor: Love and Hunt, uh, Love and Thunder. Um, funny in some parts. Overall, wasted story, character, and actors. Um, too much creative freedom in Eternals DS2 and now DS2. Dot Strange, yeah. Uh, Dot Strange Two and Thor. Look how oh god! Look how good Ragnarok was. Yes, um, <laughs> <Very true. laughs> just Taika with restraints. Uh, um, okay, uh, the only good thing about this was Christian Bell's performance. Um, what else is here? Um, oh, it was completely bonkers, but I loved it. Eight and a half out of ten. I liked it, but could tell it wouldn't appeal to everyone. I would watch the room in four and a half hour cut. So you got somebody to watch a four, four and a half hour. Cut. Let's do it, buddy. <laughs> With, um, so yeah, the mixed. It's kind of like the general feel of yeah. that. Isn't it? It's mixed kind of, you know, it, uh, kind of it, thing. Again, alluding to something that we're going to talk about later, but I do feel like with this phase, it doesn't feel right to really call it a phase. It's kind of like we're mm. treading water until the next phase mm -hmm. kicks in. Because it's like once Endgame happened, that story was told. And it's like, Feige was like, all right, just let everyone just kind of do their own thing. And everyone in the mm. universe is kind of right, doing their own little adventures. And then we'll come back together for the next big phase where we'll kind of connect everything together again. Because that's been the problem. It's felt very, there's no big overarching yeah. story. Everything's just got Black Widow doing a thing there. And you got Eternals doing their thing. And Strange, it, it doesn't feel like, even with Strange and Spider-Man being multiverse mm. stuff, they still very much weren't that that connected really in terms yeah. of you know it kind of reminds me what like sports teams do right so like sports teams you might have this team that is like dominant for like years basically yeah. and then it's like those people are getting old 
they're retire or they're going away and then the manager's still there but they're playing with kids right and it's yeah. like they're kind of winning some not quite winning others the play's kind of a bit off and stuff like that and people are like, oh get rid of the manager get rid of this get rid of that and then later on it's like okay we've experimented with these kids we've now got a group there together the group is starting to to gel yeah. and then they get to the stage there where they might start winning stuff there again later on but it takes a while for them to do it i think they really are trying to experiment a lot with the characters in this phase definitely because it is like what is the characters that that stick well um and i think unfortunately for some of them they haven't stuck well which is what you know what you know what the issues have been but um but now we've got some potential well, so which we'll talk about later some yeah, bangers coming they're in just trading um, water until they can do the kang and the secret that's it it's kang and secret wars stuff and then yeah then that's something that can connect everything and hopefully give more direction again yeah to the next phase rather than just this kind of almost dc without really that intending to be insulting to the easy side of things you could be as insulting as you like because uh, in in the in the next section i'm gonna, I'm uh, gonna okay. absolutely but, rip the shit yeah out it's almost a dc uh, way of doing it where they're just yeah. kind of letting this all doing its own thing everyone's just, you know no mm. one's really worried about anybody else in the universe yeah that's pretty much what's kind of going on it's kind of just like you know there are obviously other stories and other things that are happening and stuff like that but it's like you, sometimes you kind of th also think to yourself like you know we do have this argument of like what would somebody be doing when there's this other world event or whatever yeah. that is going on what would somebody be doing if this was happening that was happening whatever right and it's like it's like okay um you know we got wildfires in europe right now yeah. right do you think somebody in south africa knows about that or gives a shit about that right uh, probably not probably right? saw a little news blurb but they don't care <laughs> yeah yeah so so you know if you've got a hero who's kind of based in china for example right mm -hmm. they've got enough stuff to deal with over there than having to do the other stuff and i guess like people like captain marvel who are going you know galactic yeah gal you can excuse that up. that's a different thing that's completely the, the problem sometimes with the dc side is that someone like superman who could literally be anywhere, mm. even maybe even the Flash. It does kind of feel like, like watching the the uh, Shazam trail. I'm thinking this seems kind of large that no one else seems to be wanting to get involved from any other part of the yeah. universe. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> massive that monsters is. take choices. Yeah, that is true. That is true. You kind of think, okay, but the thing is, it's like. It's just weird. Like it's so all over the place. Like literally, if you if you got an alien and he said, you know what, go watch Superman and Lois, go watch the Flash on TV, <laughs> go watch Justice League, go watch this, they'll be like, what what's going on here? I literally cannot figure out what. The, I'd love to, if somebody put all of that in an AI and just said, can you figure out <laughs> figure out what the hell is going it's on here? Love to see what kind of the ai will probably start destroying the world man that's probably <laughs> what happened if you ever watch that so um i uh i got back in um in this last week uh into watching superman and lois and watched the last three episodes have you have you watched that oh, yet you have you finished that yet because i was completely blanked out on that <laughs> oh we sorry. will we'll we'll cover we'll cover that in we'll cover that in next week but i gotta say this show is a is a kind of really lovely little just 
just entertaining kind of watch it and you're just like yeah that's that's kind of cool i like what's going on that superman's awesome you know uh it's just like they've done the characters right um sometimes it's too much of the melodrama kind of thing but you know even up until the last episode i mean i have so many questions about what the hell was going on in that last episode but overall man i've just i really like the series and i and i can't wait for the for the next one to come so now i'm kind of thinking after watching that you know okay if henry cavill's not coming back why are you trying to push it you know you got a ready-made dude here as well same as with grant gustin you know i guess there's a ready-made dude there as well uh, as much but, as i do you know, like you know uh, superman, uh, superman yeah lois i don't know if i could see him cinematically being superman like he's still a small guy i don't know i don't know but he's good so maybe i could be convinced. yeah but yeah. what i'm hearing is that they they really do want cavill to come back but he's not receptive to it he's no longer well he just yeah basically because he just wants way more money and they're kind of just like you know well no we could pay you this but it's like dude come on now <laughs> you know what I mean? if you want me back in there then you know um it's just the whole the whole situation is bizarre man obviously we'll, we'll we will definitely come to that mission there um uh when we do that there as well so um that did, uh what's there any more oh um yes did you uh if you haven't guys already seen um the like one thing that's just been going on in the background while all this other kind of you know movie stuff and things have been going on is the the dc animated universe has just been slowly ticking over just like you know releasing stuff and the most recent one which is the the new green lantern dc animated right yes. it's quite good man it was quite good right it's basically like you know uh the john stewart kind of story um john stewart was crazy overpowered in this uh compared to what you know you kind of think really he kind of knows it all and everything to start off with which is a bit odd but at the same time really decent solid outing you know by dc animated and you kind of just think again you know dc what the hell are you doing like every single time this happens man it's just like my god what is on earth is going on is it still the same guy who's in charge of the anime stuff is his name oh, i forget his name but there wasn't there was one guy who was the big overlord of the i can't animated. remember i can't so, remember whoever it is get them onto that onto the freaking cinematic side man because they seem to have a way better idea of what they're doing yeah exactly and actually an idea about what the characters are like and all that kind of mm. stuff there as well you know what i mean so yeah uh just you know just just guys definitely get on that there as well man so um we'll now get into uh what you guys have all been waiting for which is the uh sdcc um stuff right san diego, so san diego comic con uh which i don't know one day before i die i'm plan to go to but you gotta go to the vip thing rather than the normal which is mm. i've looked in the tickets they're so expensive it's ridiculous man um but basically yeah san diego comic con um a lot of stuff that is coming out a lot of kind of uh you know kind of information there mainly more from marvel rather than from dc um and a few trailers and stuff there as well so um 
<laughs> that before when we were talking about kind of rumors and stuff like that there right um my my uh, daughter gave us a kind of um a kind of name there for that section which is basically true or poo basically poo. right to a rumor so one of those uh one of the big rumors that came out um like about a week ago which actually came from deadline which is like credible yeah. source which you now kind of think, okay, where did this come out? How did this come out? Who gave them this information? All this kind of stuff there was um, that Henry Cavill was potentially going to show up at SDCC to talk up Superman. And obviously a lot of people were asking Dwayne and also um, the uh, the director um, of um, uh, of Black Adam, like, you know, about, uh, about Superman and stuff there as well. And... Um, you know, they'll, they'll talking it up. They'll saying like, you know, potentially like, you know, they, they listen to the fans and all this kind of stuff there as well. But uh, obviously there was a complete no show and absolutely nothing that was going on there. Right. Yeah. So I mean, a lot of mixed things. Some people saying it's about money. Other people saying it's just, he's not happy with how creatively the character was handled and has lost trust in it. I wouldn't be surprised if he was like, I know what Dwayne's got in store of what he mm. wants. I want no parts of it, <laughs> even though we've got the same manager. <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah, make him... I mean, I mean, do you think he knows that Dwayne's going to be like? And we'll talk about that Black Adam trailer there in a minute. But do you think he thinks that? Oh, he's going to make Black Adam kick my ass, basically, right? Yeah, they. You know what I mean? I, I mean, they had it. They had a solid opportunity there, right? You had Dwayne the Rock Johnson coming out as Black Adam. He had Zachary Levi there, who was on the, the Shazam panel there as well, and they re revealed Shazam. And you could have had Henry Cavill there as well, and the people would have gone flipping mental because mm. it's like, we've got Shazam and Black Adam and Superman showing up in the same hall at the same time. What kind of crazy thing are they thinking up here? Right? It wouldn't even matter what the film would be like. It would just be like <laughs> some crazy yeah. hype there for it, right? But it's just like, I don't know what is going on there, man. I, today I was chatting to a mate and I was just like, this DC on film universe is pretty much like dead to me, man. I, I honestly can't, <laughs> I, I can't support it or go around it or think about, Oh, you know, I really want to watch it apart from Batman. That's it. Mm. Not none of it. I can be like, okay, I want to go and I want to go and watch. Oh, wow, so you weren't convinced by this latest Black Adam trailer then, or Shazam trailer? Even if I was, even if I watched it and I thought that was really good, what would it matter? Yeah, it doesn't feel like it builds to anything, does it? It's just its own little thing. Yeah, you're right. And and the the the, the way that I tell say it is that basically, like the Black Adam trailer actually looked all right. Okay the thing that brought me out of it and, and there are certain things that really just knock me out of these things this, the thing that knocked me out of it is the fact how he just he was had dr fate was holding him down dr fate would flipping annihilate black adam right dr fate was there and black adam just like yeah okay i'm still gonna do my thing it required dr fate to make multiple avatars to kind of yeah. hold him down and he's still overpowering dr fate i mean come on now this is just ridiculous mate it's Eagle absolutely ridiculous wild there, it, I bet it, what doesn't even I, I wouldn't be surprised if he takes no damage in his whole film like, yeah doesn't even yeah. get knocked down to one knee like it's like no i am the strongest i will be everybody easily and everyone will cheer 
that's it pretty much what it looked like in the whole thing. Mm. It didn't look like he took any damage. There was no kind of, you know, uh, him, you know, he, he basically just went and, and, you know, annihilated, uh, uh, and you know, the F 35 planes, um, Dr. Fate couldn't really handle him. So the whole thing is basically let's try and convince him to join the good side. Right. Mm. it's just ridiculous um shazam trailer i kind of thought okay that's a, that looks a lot bigger than the first film already yeah. and it looks and it looks entertaining i thought okay it kind of could be funny in a decent family film and stuff like that but then it's like okay he's talking about the flash he's talking about batman it's like why even bothering talking about these people <laughs> because they're not even going to be anywhere and th this is the way that this is this is the way like i i love the way like um I, I i'm i'm not this is not a big spoiler this is not a you know for superman lois or anything it's just a little line but sam sam lane right he goes he goes i've been to different multiverses right he goes i've been to a universe where there are leagues of superheroes right okay and he goes on <laughs> he goes but on on this universe we only have one we only have him which is superman right yeah. which basically destroys the entire arrowverse because it's literally just superman <laughs> this thing, right destroys the entire arrowverse but that's the thing that's literally what i feel like it's like sam lage had just turned up in every like like stan lee he just turned mm. up in each thing yeah shazam is the, is the only superhero mm. <laughs> like you know black adam's the only one in this universe but it's like it's like mate you know this is just the whole thing is just absolutely ridiculous i kind of black adam the main thing that pulls me out of it is you're right the ego of the rock just like i've got to be the big man and yeah. like be stronger than everyone and, and the lack I, of accent did, and the lack of accent and did you see man did you see you saw that whole trailer right yeah, yeah. you see Hawkman just get destroyed Whoops. man he got battered we Hawk called it man. we called it like a year or so ago jsa are only there to get beaten up by like what was the point in Hawkman even trying to do anything man at least in shazam it's like he's got the mind of a kid so he doesn't have any tactical awareness so he's getting thrown in he's getting battered there he's not getting injured but at the same time it's like you know at least something's yeah. bloody happening to him it's humbling and that's why you root for him because there's something for him to overcome with the yeah. rock you can't root for him because he doesn't overcome anything he ends exactly. the movie the same place he starts it <laughs> yeah exactly um yeah what they call that um hero's journey the hero's yeah, journey or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. so so you'd always have like people like indiana jones doing that because it would be like you know he would they will always be scared that he's gonna die or something like that yeah. basically right um but yeah there's no chance of that there and and the other thing that sold shazam there to me is when he's sitting he's sitting there it's like i've seen all the fast and furious movies <laughs> and, oh, like, and like vin diesel told me it's all about family like that because basically he's trying to call the rest of them to like help him out um yeah i thought i thought that was interesting but then it's like you know at the same time it's like i feel sorry for them because they're being told yeah, yeah you're in, you're in the same you know on the same planet as flash and batman they don't mention superman but it's like on the same planet as flash and batman but it's like there's no chance of you ever meeting them 
ever going near them ever doing anything like you know because you know bruce wayne would be investigating straight away what the hell is this flipping lightning that is coming down and just like yeah. you know it'll be it'll be the first thing that is yeah. kind of going on look uh, how we reacted to freaking superman like definitely be investigating like who, who is oh we got another one who the yeah. hell the, the the one in the one thing that i would have found that maybe would have been slightly better was we see amanda waller and it looks like she's sending the jsa in to go and tackle uh black adam and i would have preferred if she sent the suicide squad suicide squad in yeah to go, that to would have been because that would have been because then if they get annihilated and ripped apart then it'd just be more funny like that would have been way more interesting It'd be because you could just get weird ass people in there. You get Weasel to come back, and you know, oh, I wouldn't, oh my Weasel just a nut beating the crap out. You know what we really want is forget about Black Adam and Superman. We want the Weasel versus Black Adam mm. battle, right? <laughs> just, just like in Truly the middle, the of the gods. <laughs> exactly, like literally in the middle, just surrounded by the pyramids, just like beating each other um that would that would that would be it man another thing i don't really get which should happen but they're not doing because they just want to keep it all separate is that out of all of the characters that should really be cameoing in either shazam or black adam i think it's wonder woman the world yeah. of magic they're from that world mythical world she at least should be popping up somewhere they ain't got a clue they honestly ain't got a clue what is going and it's and it's like you know the, uh they're talking about um the those gods right who are coming to with shazam basically because he's going you know in the shazam film because now he's kind of you know got into this kind of situation um but it's like wonder woman's within that world of the yeah. demigods and all that kind of exactly. stuff so but yeah they're, they're they're so disjointed they have no idea what the hell no. is actually going on man so no, yeah it's just doing to the right exactly exactly so yeah i mean let's get into the the only real positive that i thought of the of, of dc at san diego comic con um and that was the sandman trader um have you seen uh on youtube neil gaiman's explanation of this trailer no i keep seeing the thumbnail for it but you need to watch it because um the way he explains the stuff in here the reason why he chose certain things all that kind of stuff is really interesting so um so basically um you know there's kind of like talk about okay did they did they gender swap um joanna constantine and john constantine mm. did they you know did they change them around whatever um and basically what he what he said was that he didn't want to bring john constantine into the series because he thinks that that should be kind of on its own so what they've done is in the series is basically expanded that uh johanna constantine story where they're back in the past there with that you know severed head that she's carrying around and stuff like that and it's an expansion of that story and john constantine is not in it at all so that's not that's basically not gender swapped and also the um the other thing which is the um the um the other one that they thought oh, okay have they have we swapped things around it's obviously lucifer um and you know that he goes through the reasons for that there as well and then the reasons why they've chosen they've chosen this way to portray something this way to portray something else um it's really good like i mean 
you know, you've obviously listened to all the audio books, yeah. read the stuff there as well. And I'd say to anybody who's really into the Sandman to definitely listen to the audio books and then read yeah. the comic books again afterwards. Cause I've just recently started doing that. Like I listened to the audio books again recently. Well. Um, and now I've started reading through the books again. And it's like, the books just like, it's kind of weird. Like you can hear the kind of voices yeah. in your head and the portrayal of it and stuff. And you Dude. kind of think like, how we actually got to hear Tom Sturgis actually talking as well as um, Morpheus. How much does he sound like? What's his face from you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pitch perfect. It's beautiful. Yeah. Perfect. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. I, I, I just like, I pretty much like all the choices that they've made in there. Um, it's, you know, the, the only one that he says, the only thing that he's changed around really is, is death in the character. And basically it's because um, he wanted her to appear warmer on screen. And the reason why he says that is that basically he goes, the way that death is portrayed in pretty much everything is like, you know, the Grim Reaper with the scythe and all that kind of oh, stuff. Yeah. And what he wants is basically, he's like, you know, if I died, I would like, you know, uh, somebody to be there and be like, oh, you know what, mate, you, you shouldn't have walked into the road. Like, you know, it's a bad thing to do that. Like, you know, you got run over, but you, don't worry, I'm here now. You know, we're going to take you somewhere else, you know, whatever. And that's the kind of thing that he that, that he wanted. So he thought that if he went for that goth kind of style, it wouldn't be as much like the other one. But I'm kind of thinking, who was the, who was the woman who played Death in there? She also is in, was in the original Thor, and I can't yeah, remember what her name is now. Is it Cat something? Kat Dennings. Kat Dennings. Okay, so and she's, she's got who that I've kind got... of warm voice, yeah. Yeah, she's who I've got still stuck in my head, so it's still weird to see someone else doing it. But... She's got that kind of warm voice and, like, being like, oh, you know what, mate? Maybe you shouldn't have done that, but it's cool, man. You know, whatever. Um, so Yeah, like a little sister who's kind of joking around with you. Yeah, and they're, and they're talking about all those other kind of things, the way that um, he wanted Gwendolyn Christie to kind of portray, um, uh, you know, uh, portray Lucifer to make it look like, oh, they're being she's being really nice and sweet, but she can kick your ass at the same time. No, my, I don't actually mind that, because you know what I was re-watching the other day? I was watching, coincidentally enough, Constantine, the Keanu Reeves version, which obviously not accurate to the source material, but still... A good film on its own right mm. if you just, just divorce it from everything else but the way that that uh Gab gabriel was portrayed mm -hmm. that, uh, what was the actress called oh my god i can't believe i'm forgetting the name yeah i know uh she's that um british aussie actress yeah. which is kind of british. she's very androgynous isn't she she also yeah. played the um uh the older what's it called the old the older one or something the ancient Tilda one Swinton. Or something. yeah yes, Tilda, Tilda swinton, swinton yeah and I thought it was perfect because, yeah, the androgynousness of it all, kind of male but female, like, just, and it worked really well for Gabriel. Mm. So I think they're trying to evoke some of that with their Lucifer as well, kind of have that weird balancing that, you know, angels uh, aren't really anything, male or female, they're just this other thing. Yeah, so that's what he was saying. He basically, so if you look in the comic book, you can see, like, it's a very androgynous, you know, looking character with this kind of big frizzy hair and stuff like that and he goes that when they were writing this they were trying to evoke the early david bowie look 
when he had this big frizzy hair and had first yeah. kind of come out before he went into Ziggy Stardust, all that kind of stuff. And he had this kind of andro he's very skinny, kind of androgynous kind of thing. And that's what they wanted to portray. So they obviously got her to do it. What I'm looking forward to, which they didn't show too much off in this, is these crazy monsters, man? Like the, you know, the, um, you know, like, um, so they obviously they obviously show uh, the Corinthian in this, um, who's like, and and now I know. Um, so Neil Gaiman said, he said, episode five is like the saddest um, one that you're ever going to see, and also the craziest episode that you're ever going to see, but is also going to want you to watch the other ones i'm thinking what one could episode five be and he explains it in this what episode five is going to be and i'm like ah now i understand what he's kind of talking about right so i, I won't spoil it for you guys who you know haven't this to or whatever but it is a the, the basic story of of this part of the sandman is that what happens is you get these um these people who basically try and trap uh, they want to trap death, right? Because they basically want to make sure that, you know, nobody ever dies there again and stuff like that. So what they do is the spell kind of goes wrong. They end up trapping Dream instead, Morpheus. And he stays there for like, I think it's like 80 years or so. He's like, he's like trapped there. Basically all the dream realms go crazy and stuff like that. And he basically has three things there. One of them is this dust that he blows on people to basically make them go to sleep. Sand. The other thing is, is, is Helm basically that um that he wears and the final thing is this ruby um and basically the um this ruby gets taken by this um by this kind of guy who basically uses it to like control people's minds and stuff like that and it's kind of like what would happen what would actually happen to professor x if he was he was a real life person because he'd just like go mental with the amount of craziness that you can make people do and yeah. stuff like that so um so yeah it, the whole story is kind of kind of based on that they were saying like the, you know like it's crazy some of the bits that you see like this uh you know the the part when when you see him and he's kind of uh flying in the air and there's like a there's like a white light in front of him and it's like that is literally out of the comic book they've pulled it out from there right and and also like Sanjeev Basco, who is like a he's like a British actor there as well. Uh, you know, he's he's playing uh, Kane in this and stuff, and it's just like it's just hilarious. Did you hear I about think, the story? I think the design of it looks great. My my only issue, visual issue, is that there are still points where the effects look a bit spotty. Yeah, in terms and, of like the backgrounds with the actors, and it just doesn't. And I think that's a Netflix issue more than anything else because if it was you know on the on the main thing then it would be very different but this is a show that should be on hbo it should be you know prime time Game. hbo show gaming was defending it though he was saying that no matter where it ended up it would be exactly the same because netflix aren't directly producing it. it's a separate company that would have been making it regardless yeah wherever, wherever it landed up so uh, the one thing that gives me hope about it is the amount of control that neil gaming has over it yeah because yeah. this guy is a tremendous storyteller um you know and um basically the sandman if you guys haven't read it for me the sandman is the is the number one saga in dc followed by saga the swamp thing which is the second one but it's it's like wow. yeah for for me my top three is sandman swamp thing watchman 
those are like the three if you have you you got to read all of those three to kind of see and they're they're fairly old i mean when you look at the uh, the the way that the sandman is drawn you kind of think oh that's wait a second it's a bit looks a bit trampish in some areas like um but um especially compared to some of the new stuff there as well but overall man i i really i really like the trailer i really kind of thought okay this could go somewhere and it only goes up to like the first you know the the first kind of three books so you know the the second phase is the next three books and there there's like 12 right so potentially could go to four seasons plus if if they decide or if it goes anywhere i don't know netflix man i don't trust it if it's not connected to the <laughs> if it's not problem. stranger things then yeah it. yeah <laughs> Yeah, so uh, let's go into Marvel now, man, because Marvel had a much better showing. And when I say much better, it's kind of like comparison between the Premier League and flipping fourth division uh, at the moment to uh, what Marvel kind of uh, were coming out with in comparison to DC. Marvel showed a lot of stuff. So let's go into the, should we go into the trailers first? Mm -hmm. Uh, Wakanda Forever was one of the trailers. Um, Was not expecting to be as impressed as I was with that one. Yeah. So, what what did you what do you think of this? Because I've had I've had people say mixed things about it, mainly about Namor, because a lot of my mates are comic book purists, and they're kind of just I've, like. I did mention it. Actually, no, I don't, I don't know if I did it on the actual show, but when we were texting back and forth about the actor, I still feel we may be a bit old to play it, and that shows physically. Like, I feel like he doesn't have a distinctive enough hero enough stature to him. To, to be Namor because I just see Namor as this arrogant chiseled jaw sort of you know still should be you know Latin I'm okay with that take that they've gone with it this Aztec version of Atlantis and the people as like some leftover world a remnant that broke off from the old civilization yeah like so they're kind of like on an island or something on there which kind of explains why he's got these things to go underwater and these are the you know so they can go underwater but it looks like they need to use some kind of technology to kind of do it so it looks I, like some I kind of wakanda. wait i think that thing was for when they're above water that's okay because he wears see. it underneath water oh it's okay because he has it underneath water as oh, well like the thing about the blue guys the blue the, guys the yeah so i don't know if if there's like maybe two levels well no they're above mixed. and Okay, and he's exactly the same as Aquaman. He's half Atlantean, half human. Yeah, because it looks like some of them are on this island, and there's some stuff that is going on, kind of underneath, kind of thing. Um, So I actually there was a leak that came out a while back, and I read it absolutely (sighs) like, how the hell could this be the plot of this? Right, and it is it is the plot. It literally is the plot, right? I stayed uh, away looks, from it. I don't know what you're talking about, but I, I purposely didn't want to read it because I'm like, I read it and I was like, no, it can't be because how does this lead to this? It, but it actually looks more like somebody has read the um, uh, has watched the trailer early and then speculated about what's going on because I could have made that same kind of thing from the trailer. But then also at the same time, it makes no sense. So it kind of looks like um, Namor's crew and Wakanda are going to have uh, some kind of war. Oh, yeah. And in the leak, it says that as well. But it's like, what's the reason why they're going to have war? Yeah, ge- it's a big thing. Yeah, it's just like, why did the two kingdoms cross? 
But maybe that's kind of why Chitala's not there anymore because like they allude to, even though they did say they weren't going to kill him off. Look, obviously, it looks like he's died. They've got the yeah. murals there, people crying, and there seems to be a funeral when everyone's been wet. So maybe he was on a mission, and maybe that's how yeah. he died in some way connected to yeah Antians, and that's what kind of kicks it all off. Yeah. But maybe he, you know, exactly. Maybe it's some kind of thing where they ended up, he's like an emissary or something, and they ended up like, you know, and you're never meant to, you know, it's a, it's a standard trope, right? You're never meant to kill a messenger, right? Or yeah, like a, you know, so maybe I'm something like, like that happened. It and, never really you know. occurred to me, but I'm a little worried about people watching this in like, and guys, if you're from Los Angeles, California, that sort of region, yeah, tell me if I'm just like overthinking it or it's just being silly, but on the gang culture in that particular part of America is very much has a problem with Mexican versus black. There's their communities are very oh, um yeah, that, that's kind of their main targets. They don't kill each other, but they go against each other really badly. Like it's a problem. It's like a drug wars, I guess. I, I would assume. Yeah, just turf, just culture, okay. Mexican neighborhoods against the because they're growing in it and the blacks are shrinking so it's kind of mm. a bit of a bad tension i'm worried that something like this could <laughs> would he really because it is basically those two cultures oh. <laughs> this could turn into something in cinema it's kind of nasty in, in the cinemas yeah because in the first black panther is obviously like it was really targeted at um at basically like black people coming in and seeing yeah. their culture and all that kind of yeah, stuff great, same yeah. way miss marvel was you know targeted towards mine um so yeah and you kind of think okay now there's two potential potential cultures yeah. that don't and they're actually going to war over what i don't know yeah what, what are they going to war someone, over and even if the film doesn't depict anything bad you know people in the cinema are going to shout some stuff out and they're going to be like yeah that, 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 that. It, it could I'm gonna keep an eye on this. Let me know if I'm be overthinking it. This is not that bad, not that deep. But I mean, uh, in a way, you could have a point because you know when you go and watch a Rocky film and you come out afterwards yeah, and you're like, I want to fight something, man. I want, I want to trade. Yeah. I want to box something, right? And it's like if you watch something like this and you've already kind of got stuff in the back of your mind, especially the way that some of these things are so powerful, like you know when Angela Bassett is like, you know, I've lost everything. I've lost my whole family. Blah blah. Stuff like that is powerful, man um and you know i kind of this obviously like have, you know they really have made the, the wakanda forever like the big thing as opposed to the black panther which is a tiny bit of writing yeah, over the top yeah, yeah. so it really is more of a wakanda story so than a black panther story women particularly seem to be the biggest focus so that's yeah but they yeah. don't they seem to depict the Atlanteans, the sort of I want to say Aztecs, but yeah, the Atlanteans really kind of with sick because you see the pregnant woman in the water and it really kind of seems to show their culture as well, which I'm happy because you really seem to get mm. a sense of the people. We never got a sense of the Atlanteans in, you know, no. at all. No. And, and also it, it basically, because you could, you could have had in Aquaman just um, like, like we have here, governments just going to war against each other. And the people don't really know really what's going on and not really involved in it, particularly unless their areas get like attacked and stuff like that. Same kind of thing with, with this. It's kind of like, okay, well, if the armies are fighting, there's not really a great deal else that is, is kind of kind of going on. But uh, Daniel Kalulia is uh, conspicuous by his absence in this. He's just like, you know, 
I, I don't know why he's he, not in this. No, he um, came out the other day and said that when this was being shot, it was when Nope was being shot. Uh-huh. And he's already signed on to Nope, so he couldn't make both work. I think um, I think it's it's going to be interesting to to see what this is about. But um, I don't know. I, I kind of watched it and I thought, okay, um, I just had the feeling that this felt quite heavy and i really like yeah. heavy films yeah. but this really felt like wow this is gonna be heavy this is yeah. really gonna be like um you know kind of like stuff is gonna go wrong and it's just gonna be unhappy I feel and... like they had they felt like they had to after um, he died mm. they felt like they had to make something that wasn't gonna be jokey or laughy they wanted to really make a tribute to the, actor and like... and the character can you imagine what his family are going to be like seeing if they see a big tribute funeral to him on the screen? It's going to oh, bring all that stuff back up there again. Could and it stuff, be man. worse than how, um, <laughs> how was it, was it Golden Harvest handled uh, Game of Death with actually oh. funeral footage of Bruce yes. Lee in the finished film of the character dying? Ugh yeah yeah that's the thing man some people just absolutely shameful you know i have no have no you know have no remorse or like uh you know owen hart let's just keep filming i don't i don't mean to laugh guys but owen hart like he fell and he's like let's keep oh my god his friends had to keep on it's just wrong man just absolutely wrong so um so we also we also saw the slate um there as well um there i, I, I just say just skip over the other trailers the other what was the other tell, tell me the, what the other trailers the, 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 were. the uh the the the, the she hulk which i, I, I want to see i want to skip over that because uh no i don't i don't you you Come you tell me what you tell me what's fair, good about the she hulk i'm Go not on, tell me that i'm not i'm not optimistic overall i think yeah to be yeah i'm not op- optimistic for this one but I have to say, it looks a little better than the last trailer, but that's not necessarily saying that it looks great. I don't yeah. think I'm going to really connect with the humour and the full, full breaking, sort of dead full humour where she looks at the camera and, you know, shrugs and stuff like that. The only reason now that I am a little more interested to check it out is when, when you see uh, Daredevil at the end. I'm curious how... Yeah, and that's the, in the in the yellow outfit uh which is you know interesting um i i gotta say i hated it from start to finish (laughs) but i I hate anything that doesn't portray hulk properly because i just kind of think this is such a great character and basically it's like she's better than hulk Hulk she's better than hulk at everything what she even says like i've killed all of this why you know why do i even need to learn and that's the same thing like when i'm watching it i'm thinking why do i need to watch this you know how to do everything yeah right Ray all over again star star trek Trek. he's like he's like you gotta do this you gotta do that it's like she basically is like beating him at everything to start off with it's that ridiculous to be fair though it only seems to be in terms of her controlling the Hulk side of herself. She seems to be in tune with it straight away, which she always was as a character. And he's just kind of surprised by that because it was something he had to battle with for so long to be able to live in coexistence with the monster. So but even in the, even in the physical strength, oh, she yeah, can she throw rocks further than him. She can jump higher than him. 
yeah. <laughs> right? It's yeah. like, come on now. This is like taking the piss out of the, out of the Hulk big time. This is, this I, is, and, and to be honest, in, in the, in the demographic that it is targeting, I think it's absolutely perfect because yeah. the kind of, the kind of things that when you watch, um, you know, women watch a lot of dramas and stuff like that, it is like, oh, you know, this guy's an idiot. I'm better than him at this, blah, blah, blah. And that is what this is. Like, it is literally like, uh, you know, I'm better than than them them at this. I don't need to do that. I'm great at that. What's, what's the problem? Definitely um, ready for this version of uh, this smart Hulk to go away. I'm definitely ready for yeah. that. Like, I, I, I know you hated Red Rock's depiction of the Hulk. Personally, I didn't mind that. That was the last time Hulk was kind of... It's better than Smart Hulk. I'll tell, yeah. I'll tell you I, that. I'm ready for this one to go. I want this mad, losing his shit, crazy Hulk that's destroying shit and everyone being worried, even on his own side. I want that. I, want that I don't mind the Smart Hulk as much if it was like uh, they had in that recent cartoon, which is Hulk and the uh, Agents of Smash. Which is basically where it's got Holt, Scar, She-Hulk, um, and uh, the other guy, Rick. I can't remember what his name is. Rick uh, thingy, but um, and Red Hulk. But basically, like you know, he's in control, so he kind of speaks the way that he is. But he literally is Hulk. It's like I am just like you know. So so I like that kind of idea. I'm, I'm Interesting. If they did they if they did like a Moon Knight sort of thing and just made it like the third. Hulk is the crazy one, and you got the smart one, and then back. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of that would Battling. that would be great. Battling that would be great. Yeah. yeah, that would be great. I mean, I, I think that the the kind of um, the kind of thing there with with this, we watched um, today for some reason um, on Disney Plus. There's this um, came up like um, Pirates of the Caribbean. And I was yeah. like, okay, Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay, I haven't <laughs> seen that for a long, long time. And my kids have started watching slightly older stuff now. I mean, they, uh, my my sister-in-law let them watch Hunger Games and stuff. So I'm like, okay, they can watch Hunger Games. They can watch, you know, other stuff there. So they watched Pirates of the Caribbean, the first one yesterday, and they watched the second one there today. And I'm, I was, I watched the second one today. And I was thinking, man, the CGI in this is like a hundred times better than yeah, <laughs> Davy Jones. Looks even now, and how long? When did that film come out? Two thousand six. Yeah, two thousand six. Well, you see how good he looks. Yeah, it's just like, and you just look at it, and you think, wow, what is going on? But apparently, there are some behind the scenes rumors of some beef going on between the. Um, visual effects artists and stuff like that um and and disney um but we don't know how true that is until somebody actually comes out properly and like says something about it so um the trailer that i did like though uh and the kids found absolutely hilarious was i am grouped right <laughs> which <laughs> which uh which you know uh well some straight away was like oh where's that coming out where's that coming out i was like yeah i think it's coming out in like two weeks or whatever so they've already bookmarked that to like, to like yeah, watch that it looks like an easy watch it's like suitable for the people that love group they're gonna be shorts right so like 10 yeah. 15 yeah. minutes whatever it's like um fun. it's like yeah my kids recently has been started watching ninjago cartoons right they're 12 minutes long wow. right each episode i'm like 
12 minutes long is like barely enough time for anything to start. But that's how long these shorts are going to be. You know what I mean? How do you even sit and write something to come up with a story that can be done in 12 <laughs> minutes? It's perfect because, yeah, attention spans of kids. This is so they can watch it on their phones, isn't it? It's just simple. But, gee. Yeah, literally 12 minutes, 12 minute episodes for Ninjago, man. That's exactly the same that, that the way Iron Groot is. So yeah, I you know, I'm I'm interested in Iron Groot just because I think it will just be this passable or whatever. But yeah. at the same time, it gives Vin Diesel a paycheck, right? Or is, is that still Vin Diesel? Which, I don't know. I believe so. And I just don't understand why. Why? <laughs> it doesn't need to be him. You could give a struggling actor a steady paycheck and feed his family. And you wouldn't even notice. No one would even know because it's already manipulated and just distorted the voice. So it could be anyone. I bet you to make as much money as possible. He also says each I am group as well. Yeah, he doesn't like, he doesn't re-record it. He just Apparently, like, he, does. Apparently he asks what's happening in each particular scene before oh, he says it. No. So he knows the context of his I am. No. <laughs> wow. Oh, why oh, can't why I can't get I that, get gig, that man? gig, man? <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I had this I had this thing, actually, where there was, um, uh, when uh, I forgot to talk about in the DC bit, where, you know, the person who's playing uh, Destiny, right? Um, basically, like, um, sent a tweet to Neil Gaiman and said, uh, who's the casting director for this? Because I'd really love to play Destiny, right? And he's like, oh, you know whatever and you know he looked and sent a message to the casting director but then something in his mind was like okay let me just check this person out so he went there went to this person's youtube channel saw the kind of stuff they were doing and then straight away phone up the casting director was like right i want this person person really? to play destiny yeah it's like this is destiny literally like what i would not destiny sorry desire what i think oh. desire would be in the uh in in the thing so um yeah just i you know incredible that somebody can just get a gig just you know just like that basically right so um should we talk about the slate that came up so there's two slates right there was one like um kind of like a phase five and then part of like a phase six which i don't know where that is a real one or not but um apparently most of them are like blank dates so yeah you know the mutants and all that being there somewhere. have you got the actual full so yeah so i've got i've got the phase five and then the phase six is the um is kang and um and secret wars avengers secret wars and then just nothing just like through the middle so we've got uh february 17th 2023 so we're kind of forever is going to be the last one of this year uh and then obviously then next year we've got uh ant-man and the wasp that is then followed by Secret... Is Secret Invasion a film or is it a series? Series, Invasion, yeah. Series. Then we have uh, Guardians of the Galaxy um, Volume 3, three uh, which is May the 5th, 2023. And then Summer 2023, Echo comes out at the same time, which is obviously going to be starring Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio, which is really going to make us, um, you know, really kind of want more daredevil right i guess at the same time yeah. and then we've got loki season two um which is summer 2023 and then july 2023 is the marvels so pretty much this time next year and then we've got november which is kind of like it says november the third so that's right on that halloween weekend is blade uh, and then we've got Ironheart, which is uh, fall 2023, which coincides with 
being exactly one year after Wakanda Forever, and apparently, you know, she is in Wakanda Forever. Yeah, so she's the one slapping fingers. Yeah, hands. yeah, and um, yes, uh, there. Yeah, I, I I won't tell you about the leaks of that because yeah, uh, of of what Ironheart is like in in there. But um, and then we got Agatha. Um, what does that say? Coven of Chaos. So that was the thing that we were we were talking about there before. Yeah, that's the thing we were talking about there before, where it's like, okay, um, is it just going to be her? Is it going to be in the past of you know her and witches and like you know doing whatever? And the coven is like a group of witches, so it doesn't look like it's just going to be her. It's potentially going to be, and and I would like to see some medieval. <laughs> like them going back into the medieval times and being like you know whatever you have in mind i think it's going to be wrong i think they're going to lean heavy onto the weird because they established it being part of you know wonder being really quirky mm-hmm. weird mm-hmm. format with things that they were doing so i think they're going to carry some weird format stuff across to her so it's going to be a really weird show i think it's going to be heavy on the comedy i just yeah i'm, curious, I'm very curious about how, how they're going to pull that off and that's obviously a TV show. And then we've got Spring 2024 is Daredevil Born Again, which basically is telling you we're rebooting Daredevil, by the way, because <laughs> it's blatantly like Born Again. Um, and then we have Captain America New World Order. Captain America New World Order, um, which... Yeah, no one's looking forward to that. <laughs> is is no, no one looking forward about. to that? I, I just don't, don't think anyone cares about Sam Wilson. That's Captain America. I just don't think it, people really were that excited, but... The thing that... The problem that I, I have with Sam Wilson is the fact that he doesn't... Um, okay, he relies on tech, mm. right? Ro- because he doesn't really have any powers or whatever. But the thing that always cracked me up is like, okay, there was a thing to show how awesome Captain America was compared to sam wilson which is basically when they're they're running and then like he's like on your left and he runs past him and he runs past him the second time and it's like yeah that is to show how flipping badass captain america actually is and it's like okay now this other guy is going to take over is it's not i don't know really whether it's going to be the same it and can I think, be fun because I think they did they handled the action and they did cool stuff in the Falcon and the mm. Soldier. But I just think Anthony Mackie's just not leading man material. I think that's more the issue people have. It's just not really. Do you think they're going to do a team up in this? Do you think they're going to put somebody else in there as well? Or I think that would be the smart thing to do. Kind of pull a Mission Impossible sort of thing. So you've got like you know we Mission Impossible. Cruise is a star, but he still has a little mm. team of underlings that kind of run around doing stuff. That's probably the smartest way to do this. Have like agents of shield around. Yeah, they they need to. They need to have something like that just to basically make it like you know, yeah. Um, would so then we also we also have potentially some other stuff. Uh, the Marvels. We've got two Avengers films coming out. That's the Phase Six, which is twenty twenty five plus, um, and Marvels. Not Marvels. Sorry, um, Mutants. Uh, which is going to be the name for the X-Men, right? The Mutants. Yeah. The which some people are bitching about, but I'm okay with that because it really does... It, it, has, it is a bit convoluted now, all the different X-Mens that are out there with casual fans. Obviously, we know all the difference, mm. but casual fans, you need to define it completely from what came before. So there's no confusion there. The Mutants, we know what Mutants are, but 
the X's and muddling the search well, out of your ribbon when you're looking for an onion. There wasn't any X-Men until Charles Xavier started collecting them together to kind of, you know, make them into the X-Men. That's what I think. Yeah, I think they will do that. I think it will start out mutants and then later on it will be like uncanny X-Men. Yeah, like, you know, joining them all together and putting them in his, uh, in his school and all that kind of stuff there, which, um, you know, um, hope, hopefully doesn't get ruined by the, by the boys' spin-off in the meantime. When they oh, did speaking that. of which, did you hear the rumour? I, I, obviously, I think it's bullshit. This deserves to be in mm-hmm. um, true or poo, or poo or true, whichever way it is. I think we're leaving on the poo side. Yeah, but there's a rumor that um, El Polo Yoko could be uh, Charles Xavier that he's been eyed. Yes, take. And also the rumor that uh, Homelander is going to be Dracula in Blade. Yeah, that was so. That was the other one. That was El Pollo Loco. What was his actual name? That guy. Man? <laughs> if you want somebody who's like uh, who's like sinister, but also just like friendly at the same time, but it's just like you know, he's like the go-to guy for everything, isn't he? So, um, so yeah, could he be? I I wouldn't mind if he's Charles Xavier, but I'm sorry, Charles Xavier is British, so you got to put a British accent on, mate. That's all there is to it. If he if he does a convincing British accent, then I'm going to say yeah, fine. Uh, you know that that's all right. But you know if he's if he's not, yeah, we need uh, more British accents. <laughs> we need, more British we need actors, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. It's always difficult, I think, for the American actors to do to do the British accent well. Um, unless it's really kind of kind of hammed up and stuff there, you know what I mean? I saw a trailer recently for for Bridget Jones, and it's like I remember people were raving about that when it's like and I, I watched the trailer. I was like, oh my god, this most hammed up accent I've ever <laughs> seen in my entire life. It's like, absolutely horrific. Uh, it's absolutely terrible. Absolutely terrible. So yeah, um, a lot of stuff that is going on. What's the thing that you're looking forward to most out of that? Mutants. Mutants, but that's yeah. 2025 plus, man. I'm, I'm talking about this. You got a chunk in the middle. Okay, before then, then do you uh, know what's not on here? Is like Marvel Zombies, which they said that you know, which they've already yeah. said it's going to be here. The X Men 97, which obviously yeah. we know that's going to be released, but where is it on this, on this thingy? Um, the Spider Man, yeah. Um, what's that called? Freshman year or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Spider Man. And Morbius 2? That's the 4's not on it, though, is it? Kraken. Uh, Kraken. Uh, Craven. Uh, you know. Uh, Craven. Yeah. 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 Uh, so so Sony should come here and just, like, put their stuff up, man. They're the funniest thing ever. So, like, we've got <laughs> Craven. we got uh, we've got Manham <laughs> Web. Uh, you know, we've oh got Morbius 2. That is true, because how... You look at that and you think, wow, that's a lot of films we're going to be watching each year. But then, on top of that, you have to add the Sony crap kind yeah. of take yeah. our expectations down a bit Ma- yeah i i, I want to i i can't wait for a trailer of madame webb because i you know i thought i always one year i look forward to one horrendous film and this year it was morbius it's not going to be madame I webb i think is going to be is going to be just as bad dakota talking about how um they're hoping to have like john wick level action in it so what this no. could end up being man. <laughs> I have no, no way no way no way um so one one thing that we were asked to cover but we're not going to um because it is a it, we don't really cover gaming in this um was the resident evil series so um 
I know I saying, we got a message on the Facebook page saying, can you, you know, what did you guys think of the rest say of the I gave series? it a goal and I just didn't like it. And I just do not know why they can't figure out how to do Resident Evil in live action. They mess it up every time. Multiple times a year they do it in animation and yeah. films and TV and they screw it up every time. I just didn't, I did not like this. Did not I watched like seven it. minutes and I turned it off. I was I basically because as soon as the the you know infected turned up, mm. I was like, "What is this shite, man?" Fast Honestly, instead of yeah, <laughs> it's like when when I was a kid, I had some close mates, right? But I look back and I think, man, I did some cringy, cringy stuff. One of the cringiest things was for my 18th birthday, loads of people came around my house and I sat there playing Resident Evil One, right? And with my mates sitting around with like popcorn and stuff like that. And it was, I look back and I think that's flipping cringe, mate. You were literally sitting there playing Resident Evil 1 while people were watching you. But at the same time, I kind of think, man, I know that series and they're butchered it. But yeah, Edson uh, and Mo will cover that more on uh, on their podcast because you do gaming stuff, I guess, don't you? So guys if you want to let us know what you thought about sdcc about superman we're gonna we'll definitely do superman lois next week superman lois all that kind of stuff you can email us on dcvsmarvelpod at gmail.com you can go to the facebook page dcvs marvel podcast and if you want to catch eds on his other podcasts you can do as well i'm talking about the movies got you <laughs> 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 All right, guys. All right, man. See you later. Yeah. <laughs>